you know, talk about things that maybe people don't want to talk about in uh, public or something like that. And we want to let them know that that's okay to talk about it. We want to make it okay where you can talk about it. And I know, I know that's what you really have on your mind, Lisa, with this whole thing. Yeah, that and awareness. I want people to know what's out there before they go out there. You know, it's, it's like, it's some kind of uh, taboo to talk about Bigfoot, but then people go out in the woods and they encounter them and they're like, what the heck was that? Because nobody's ever told them about them. So I, I agree. And they don't want to. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. I think that, you know, we know that there's 
of bears out in the woods and, and cats that can hurt you and rabid animals and wild hogs. But we know that. We make a decision to go there because we know they're out there. So when you go out there and you encounter something that's totally not even supposed to exist, and you encounter that, that's not cool. We want people to be able to know what they may encounter. And if they do encounter it, give them a place to go and share. Yes, absolutely, and talk about it, because it changes your life. My dog's decided to bark. Hang on. People say, I have not encountered, you know. Well, I know the first time I encountered something, it changed my life, and and it was that way for a long time because there was nobody to talk to about it. It, it haunted me for years. And, 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 and it's terrible that you, at a young age, encountered so much and had nowhere and no one to discuss it with. Couldn't tell your friends about it unless you wanted to be, you were already kind of a cuckoo one anyway because you saw Bigfoot and a few people knew about it, you know, when you were younger. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's a terrible thing for a child to be, to have to go through. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even grown people, I've talked to many who said, yeah, it changed my life. I didn't know who to tell, who I could tell. Nobody was going to believe me. You know, you hear that right. so much. And I well, just, they have I people actually, yeah, people actually suffer PTSD from it, you know? And, oh, and that's yeah. a terrible thing. Like I said, if the, and we all, most of us, we all want to speak for everyone, but I believe, and I think you believe, that the government, they know about this. They know. Oh, they so let us just make our own decisions when we go into the woods. Just let people know that they are out there and they do exist. Yeah. Yeah. Awareness. Because you're not going to prove the existence of them. The government's not going to let you. And if you no, go about no. saying, just let them be, just let them do what they do, then you're not really doing anybody any favors because then you're allowing them to be out there and people go camping and people get hurt or, you know, even killed sometimes. So, you know, not saying something is just as bad. Yeah, so you have to. Awareness is the key. You just got to make people aware of what's going on. I think awareness is the key. I agree yeah. with you wholeheartedly. I think awareness is definitely the key. And, you know, I don't know why the government, I mean, you have a million reasons why people think the government won't in on this big secret. And I don't really know the answer to that. I, I, I buy into some of it, some of it I don't buy into. It's just to be sit with exactly what is Bigfoot. Yeah. You know, I, think I guess that's what, that would answer a lot of our questions. Yeah, whatever it is, the government... We just knew exactly what it was. Right, but they know what it is, and they know they enough know. not tell us for their own reasons, which, you know, it's probably not yeah, the reason. Yeah, because they... <laughs> exactly. I agree. Yeah, uh, just like they know the whole UFO... Well, it's not UFO anymore. It's U UPI now, is that what it is? UAP. UAP. You know, I always get my alphabets, my all my alphabets mixed up because there's so many that I would like to forget. CIA, FBI, IRS. But anyway, this new phenomenal that they they've got going around now. Uh, I think it's really interesting that now, all, all of a sudden, you know, during COVID, they dropped the bomb on us that they really do exist. 
And no one asked any questions that you think they would be asking, like, what are they and where are they from and what do they want? Nobody bothered to ask those questions. Well, now we have the congressional hearings going on and we have this yeah. whistleblower up there saying, you know, all the good, all the things that he's telling us, you know, and I just have to wonder, why are they letting him tell us now? Why did he decide to become a whistleblower at this point? I question everything the government does and believe very little that they tell me. Oh, I don't believe anything they say anymore. Nothing. <laughs> I know. I think, and, and I think that's, they I think have that's their all the same steps. You know, they have that UFO theory going around that they're going to use that to uh, usher in the new world order. I believe that. I do, too. I, I, I really do. I kind of, I, you know, I, I don't know. Let me just rephrase that. I'm not, I don't know if I really believe that, Lisa. But, but I think it's a very, very good possibility. I can see them doing that. And I can see that absolutely sealing the deal for us because I can see the fear that would create worldwide, kind of like COVID did, you know, kind of practicing maybe to see how we would react. I don't know, just throwing that out there. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, I think, and I think they'll do eventually the whole Bigfoot thing, kind of like they're doing with UFOs or UPIs or whatever they call themselves today. I think we'll know before long. Uh, but there are too many new reports. You know, more people and more people are seeing them than they used to. You're, you've got thousands of reports now every week coming in. And, and we've got, everybody's got a camera. Everybody's got a camera and, and population's larger. And you have the social media where you can get out the information faster than you used to could so you know there's a number of things that but i think that they're becoming more uh there are more of them than there used to be is that what you think you think there's more of them i hope so i do i think there are more of them and that's why they're being seen more often there's less places for them to hide the more we take away their territory the more we encroach on them the more sightings we're going to see because they don't have anywhere to hide I agree with you there. I really do. I do believe that we're encroaching on them. You heard that more and more encounters, places that I wouldn't think a Sasquatch would be digging for food, you know, in city limits and such as that. You know, you're seeing more and more of these encounters. Tell me, you know, that is, we are encroaching on them. We are encroaching on their, their neighborhoods and their territory. So I'm not surprised that they're coming out. And you know what happens also when that starts happening it's kind of like the bears do up in uh, Yellowstone. You know, people start feeding them, and then they get And then they stop feeding them, and they get aggressive. Exactly. You know, so this is just, you know, we could talk about this subject from now until forever, and we wouldn't solve anything, but I sure do like talking about it because we all have our ideas, and, and even though they're vast and many, I may think one way today, and tomorrow, get up and read something or research something, and I'll come back feeling a whole different way about it. I have changed my mind a million times since I, I began have, this journey. I have, too. Once a week, I've changed my mind, at least. <laughs> but let's talk and about I know, Lisa, you've been, in this, you've been on this journey for a very long time. Oh, yeah, for 20-something years. Well, if you go back to when I was my first sighting, it's been 40-something years, but... The actual right. investigating yeah. has been like 21 years. So, but you know, right. it, 
and in the beginning it was one thing and now it's you might as well flip it upside down because it's totally different from when i started i agree even though i've not been on this journey as long as you have i probably started believing in this phenomenon when I uh, the Legend of Barger Creek came out, like so many of us. I saw that movie, and I was hooked right then and there. There was no doubt in my mind, even at that young, tender age, <laughs> that, uh, that you know, I just, there was no doubt that there was one. And that really kind of started my journey in the libraries, like most kids go, because we didn't have computers back in those, the 1900s. We didn't have computers back then. You know, so we had to go to the library and depend on what they had in the library for us. Stop giving away our age, Elise. <laughs> I'm trying, I, I'm, I'm, you know, just those, those not, let me put it this way, the late 1900s, that's better. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I and, and then during COVID, I think I got, you know, like most of us stayed home and you got more on that computer and you found out a lot more stuff. So my journey's probably only been about five or six years old, you know. I'm, I'm a newbie to this thing, really and truly. But that's long enough to for you to have investigated enough to know enough so far. So I let's know. Talk, let's talk I, about I our, truly know that they exist. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about our group, the Bigfoot. And let's talk about them. Yes, let's the talk about BFFs. Them. The BFFs. They are actually, we are all BFFs. And, uh, our founder, Barbara Maddie, she's a smart lady. She kept it all women because she says, hey, ladies have an advantage over men. And I, and I believe she, that. I do too. I think we've proven that time and time again. I think we have because every time we go out, we get something. It's a rare thing for us to go out and not get anything. I know. It's a rare thing for us to go out and not get at least one whistle or one tree knock. Or, or something like that, you know, and footprint, you know, it's just a rare thing for us to go out. Now, I do believe, we, we all believe, I think we're all from one mind with that, that because we are women, we're less intimidating. And some of us have really pleasant little voices, I think, that might be nice, too. Yeah. And, um, and we sing, and, you know, we just do our thing. We, but last night, if nothing's happened while we've been there the whole time, we just start swinging mud and seeing what'll stick. we we start singing and banging on trees and whooping and wallowing. We just do all kinds of stuff, trying to get some attention that, that last night if we haven't had any. But for most of the time, we have a little bit of attention. Yeah, we've had some attention we, we didn't welcome. You know, like in in uh, te East Texas when we got charged by that thing. That was, that was a little more than we were wanting at the time. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. That was probably the most exhilarating Exhilarating is on intense moments of my entire life. And I'm, 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 you know, I'm in the young sixties now. But yeah, there's, it was, I've never experienced anything like that before in my life, and I wouldn't mind experiencing it again. Do you want to tell all our listeners out there what we saw and what we what we experienced that night? Yeah, let me tell, give them a little history so that. Please do. So that they'll know what we're talking about. When we were in East Texas, there were five of us that got on a side-by-side -side with the landowner and went back into the back 40 around midnight. And unknowing to us, the driver, owner of the land, Britta, she parked us 
going backwards at a dead end. Well, we were facing the dead end instead of turning around to get out because we didn't know it was a dead end. She had us sitting there helpless and uh, she spotted something on the thermal imaging. And um, one of us, I don't even remember who it was, asked, well, how big is it? She says it's effing huge. <laughs> and at that yeah. point, it, it, it fell down on all fours and started running towards us, which, you know, is on the thermal imaging. We can see that. But at the time, we could see nothing. We heard it coming through the forest where the tree line and the fence was. But that's all we heard. There was no sound like, hey, there's a, oh, there's a hog coming. You know, they make that sound, that grunty noise. Or anything else that normally attacks, you make some kind of sound. And this made no sound other than the sound coming through the forest. And, yes. uh, and it was a very quiet sound at that. It wasn't like you would expect what we right. saw on the thermal imaging to sound like. Right. It, we thought it should have made more noise than it did. But, yes. um, of course, we were parked the wrong way. And so, you know, Britta floorboards it backwards to get us turned around. And she's driving in the dark to... She drives us back out of there anyways, and everybody's hanging on for their life because she was a little scared. And, and she was, and 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 thank shout out to Britta, and thank you, Britta, because I'm going to tell you what, you did some race car maneuvering that night, girlfriend. She did. The way she got through those trees, oh, my gosh. That was some race, I think Britta may be a race car driver in another life or something. An awesome <laughs> horse driver. She did well. <laughs> she did good. She did really good. And then... Uh, wasn't over, though, from that experience. Nope, it wasn't over. About 30 minutes after we got back, we're all sitting out on the, uh, she had a guest house. We're all sitting out on the deck of the guest house and talking about what we just experienced. Adrenaline's still flowing. And uh, out of nowhere, well, we know where it was. It was just across probably 50 yards from us over where some of us had our tents. You and I had our tent over there. Yeah, we did. It was in, uh, in the wood line. Uh-huh. You and I, yeah. Heather, and it made a noise, a scream, a bellow, whatever you want to call it, that was so loud, so long, lasted for at least 30 seconds. It, it started out sounding kind of like a tornado horn, and then it started changing in tones from there. And yes. uh, the strangest thing yes. we've ever heard, and, and the longest sound coming from anything that I've ever heard. It was I've never heard I've uh -huh. never heard anything like that since then and uh, or before then and uh you know I will tell you at least I think you know I'm I believe and I know that they exist I have not encountered yet but I am a, a bigger believer as you're ever gonna find I just know it in my heart they were real and that night proved it to me that's all I needed right there because once we got back you know I can kind of be a little I'm a kind of a the debunker, I guess, are a little skeptical sometimes. And I want to make sure, you know, we're very serious about this stuff we do. I want to make sure, and we want to be taken serious, but I want to make sure that what was that I heard? What could that have been? Even though I knew in my heart, nothing else could possibly sound like that. But I went back home, and I listened to everything, every noise, every animal on this continent makes. And I'm going to tell you something. The only thing that I came up with was not really an animal. It was off of a movie. It was not an It was a uh, T-Rex is what it was. I mean, the velocity that this thing hollered at us with, the velocity alone. 
the the amount of lung it had behind that. I can't imagine how big it must have been. And just the, the sheer volume of it. Well, you know, they say it can shake, you know, it can shake you, you know. But we were in the, like, an L shape of this house, you know. So uh, we were on the porch, we had on the L shape kind of. So we were kind of blocked from the sound hitting us. But Christine, one of our other BFFers, she was barefoot and she had her feet on the floor and she said that it vibrated the floor. She could feel it vibrating the floor. I don't doubt that. So that was the most, I, there was, yeah, there was no doubt in our mind. And then you go ahead and finish, because that's not the end of it, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're about to go to Alabama. And hopefully we're going to. Well, remember, but before that, we also heard that thing a second time that night, remember? Yeah, After we heard it the first time and it screamed at us and everybody got up and moved inside. Some of us lagged a little bit. Yeah, and then you had that other one over on the other side of the house that hollered back at it. Yeah, hollered back at it. Uh, so exciting. Was, That's the most exciting thing. It was almost like it was saying, chill out. <laughs> yeah, it really was because it wasn't near as intense as the first one. It was, it was not that in, that amount of intensity. And you're right. That's kind of how the impression I got from it, too. You're right. It was kind of like, chill out, dude. <laughs> yeah, but that first one sounded really aggressive. Like, we really made something mad. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. I, if, 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 if there's any such thing as an aggressive Bigfoot, we heard it that night. And I'm pretty sure there is such a thing. And we heard it loud and clear, just the way he wanted us to. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like he wanted us to hear him. Uh, yeah, it it wanted to scare us. I could tell. It was yeah, like, I think so. I think it did. I really think he wanted to scare us. So I think he had enough of us bouncing around his woods. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be going with Britta again to Alabama on her land there, where she's had some weird things going on, and hopefully we're going to be doing a live stream while we're there. That's so stoked about this property, Lisa. I am so stoked about this property. It's a, a we love properties, what we like to call high strangeness. That's our favorite kind of properties. And uh, yeah, one of the BFFers, one of our friends, Greta, has uh, some properties she's going to, they have in Alabama. How many acres is it, Lisa? Do you remember? It's hundreds. It's, it's, I think it's more than the one she has now, and the one she has now is like 837 acres. So it's bigger than yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. So it's a lot of, a lot of property. But uh, she was telling me, I spoke with her uh, the other day, and we were talking about, you know, the Alabama trip. I call it Bama, uh, Bama Bigfoot. We're talking about the Bama Bigfoot trip. And uh, I was telling Britta how excited it was, and she said that they have a guy who works the property for them, I guess, when they're. They're not always there, as you know. And so they have a guy who works the property for them. And somebody was asking this guy, had he had any strange encounters or anything strange or something to that extent? And he told him, he goes, what you mean, those those things over there in the wood line? He goes, I leave them alone, and they leave me alone. So. <laughs> well, I know she said she had that land up for sale before, and a man came wanting to buy it and she let him go out there and look at the land he went out there alone he came back and he said i'm not buying it and yeah, he, that was it. that's right something that's about right. he'd been after that property for a minute he had he had always wanted it and when he finally got himself on it he decided against it he was like i, I don't yeah. think this kind of thing 
So make sure that's where we're going. <laughs> it really makes you wonder what we saw or heard or you know. I know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm sure he. I'm sure he did see some things that. Because uh, Brenda said he had been after this property for a minute, so um, you know he. She, they finally let him go, have the keys, I guess, and have a good look see, and that was the end of that. He didn't, he didn't care for the property all of a sudden anymore. Well, so, there's been lots of high strangeness on this property for. I think the property's been in their family for like 150 years, something like that, maybe longer. Yeah. And there's always been high strangeness on it. And I just don't know what all we're going to encounter. I think we're probably going to encounter more than a Bigfoot, maybe some more cryptids and maybe hey, some paranormal well, stuff. As long as it's not a skinwalker or a dogman, I can deal with it. Don't <laughs> say the words. Don't say the words. Shh. <laughs> yeah, we don't even, yeah, we don't like either one of those. Now, we, we say that we have no doubt that they exist. Yeah. I won't say those words when I'm out because I don't want to bring any of them around. I yeah. know. None of us do. We never say those words when we're out. But I feel that we can say, um, okay, sitting in the comfort of our own homes. We'll see anyway. <laughs> if I encounter a skinwalker tonight, I will let you know. <laughs> you let me know and vice versa, girlfriend. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Anything else we want to talk about? Well, well, I just want to make sure that, you know, that people know that this is our first time, you know, and uh, um, I think it's going to be a great podcast that Lisa is starting here. I'm just so proud of her, so brave to go out and do this. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I've had to make some great people, some great friends in this, this journey that I'm on. And I can't wait to ride up here with one of the best gentlemen. I'll say one thing for her. When she says something, she goes for it. She makes it happen. One day she said, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm like, really? And the next day I know she's doing a podcast. <laughs> and and for our creator, she's the same way when she created our group, the BFF. She just wanted something for women. And we're older, so most of us are grandparents. We can't go out on the weekends, but we like to go out during the week. And we feel like that serves us well, too. And, uh, so Lord went for it, and here we are today. It's, it's funny how it's all clicked in together, you know. It's so serendipity. I know. Everything just kind of fell in our lap. Everything just falls in our lap. We're just so lucky like that. I don't think it's luck. I think it's more. I think God's in our favor. Well, thank God for that. We all we all need blessings. And, you know, like I was thinking a while ago about some of the things that's happened to us uh, on this journey. Some of the, the things that have happened are just so crazy and far-fetched what how many trees have we had pushed down toward us like three trees have been pushed down towards us i know of two there may have been three but i remember the last time we went out okay. there, near your place we had a tree pushed down right. and then a large limb broke off and that was in the middle of the day yeah you guys were putting up the tents yeah i hadn't gotten there yet and then as soon as y'all got there and started putting up the tent, now comes the tree crashing. You said you were afraid because you didn't know where it was going to land at. It sounded like it was falling on me and Barbara. That's what y'all said. So that tells me it must have been pretty close, but it does make a ruckus. And it then, uh, so that one, and then uh, we had lots of luck that day. And then after that, it just kind of quietened down. It did. Now, me and Heather, were, we were listening to some 
some howling noises and I at one point picked up something on a thermal it looked like it ducked behind a tree but we we went the next day and we looked and um if something ducked behind that tree it would have been awfully big so cause right. there's a there's a drop off right there so oh gotcha yeah i like that drop off being there though i kept thinking that's a great place for them to come up and just peep over that drop off and look down at us and that's where the tree was right there at it so you know i don't know i don't know if i saw it, it was just a it was a heat signature so it could i really be. did i like that place i really we'll have to get back out there when the temperatures cool off just a little bit <laughs> but i just want people to know this is our first time and you know it's just normal that we're gonna practice and we hope that we get much better, and uh, I just think it's going to be a good thing, and we just want y'all to spread the word and spread the love. Yes, and I want want you to come on the show if you have anything strange, weird, you've seen anything, you experienced anything, or you want to talk about a conspiracy theory. It doesn't matter. There you go. Right. Yeah, anyone that has any encounters and they want to share with them, just get with us over our social media, which we're going to establish. And uh, we'll have a page. And, on and, and, at, yeah, I think Elise is working on that. I'm supposed. I'm holding right. her up though with the picture. So yes, yes. My granddaughter is my my tech person, so <laughs> I'm waiting for her to come over here and help her old man. <laughs> well, I'm my tech person, so <laughs> it's just. Well, you're really good at it, though, Lisa. <laughs> you're really good at it. You are very good at tech. Well, we're gonna I am what I call, I am tech impaired is what I am. <laughs> well, I have a page up called cryptidsunlimitedpodcast.com. We will have a Facebook page, Cryptids Unlimited, and the email address to notify is at cryptidsunlimited at gmail.com. So sounds good to me. Sounds good to me, too. I'm hoping Y'all come see us. Tell us about your encounters, because we want to have you guys on to tell about your own experiences. So, uh, you know, come on and talk to us about it and tell us about it. We want to hear all about it. And I promise you, this is a safe place. You have my word on that. No judgment here. No judgment on anything. Because you know what? We're just here to listen. No judgment on anything. And we, we know very little. And when we think we know something, usually more questions pop up than answers. So we're still, we know nothing. Every time we think we know something. And that's a good thing, though, because that's, and that's a good thing because the minute you start thinking that you know everything is when you've really screwed up. Yeah, and your mind is closed. Exactly. Your mind is closed off and you've really made a major mistake because you have to be open-minded in this journey. You have to be open-minded. And I know I have came so far from when I first started, my thoughts on you know a lot of things about it and i've just changed a whole bunch and uh, like i said tomorrow i may wake up and be back to square one again who knows but uh, it just takes an open mind so we're just here for open-minded people and like-minded people as well yeah absolutely all right so anything else we want to say so y'all come see us and bring your friends share 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 absolutely come get it off your chest people that'll actually listen to you Absolutely. And I will talk to you later, Elise. Okay, girlie. High five. High five. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Good night.
I never knew if I would make it 